This episode is brought to you by Zenith Insurance Company. Zenith is the premier workers' compensation specialist and industry leader. When you insure with Zenith, you're making a long-term investment in your employees and the success of your business. Experience the Zenith difference. Invest in the best. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us. I'm Sam Clayton, Vice President at Rancho Mesa, and we're back once again with fellow agency principal and construction group leader, Daniel Frizee. Welcome, Daniel. Thanks, Sam. Uh, excited to continue our conversations on these uh, key topics for our prospective and current clients. Great. Well, let's jump right in. Um, today's topic, we continue to focus on commercial general liability policies, which is pretty broad, but also very important. And I'm referring specifically to residential exclusions. Dan, can you explain to our listeners what your interpretation is of these exclusions and how they can impact those in the construction industry? You bet. Uh, residential exclusions are, are typical on all general liability or GL policies. And I think in general represent uh, limitations in coverage based on how each carrier views this type of work. Uh, these exclusions can be as broad as a total residential exclusion, uh, but most often there's some verbiage that gives back coverage depending on what specific type of residential work is, is being performed. Um, I mean, these can impact our clients significantly when claims occur and coverage is potentially denied uh, if and when the specific exclusion is is referenced or identified. Thanks, Daniel. So can you expand a bit on what makes up residential work within the construction space? Sure. Uh, I mean, residential work can, can be really any of the following. Uh, you know, it can be single family homes, uh, both custom homes, uh, ground up new, and uh, repair and remodel on single family homes. It can be spec home developments. Um, we call these like infill projects where a developer might uh, purchase a piece of property and build multiple homes um, on a property. Uh, duplexes, condos, townhomes, apartments, tract homes. That, that really gives the kind of an overview of, of what all might be considered uh, residential work. Appreciate that summary. So the construction companies need to be very clear on how they describe the residential work, correct? That's actually really critical. It's a good point that you bring up. I mean, construction firms have to be very, very specific as they prepare for renewal windows. Um, not just the percentages of, of residential work, uh, but most importantly, what areas they're working in. And that's something that I think is critical for them to, to partner with their broker on. Does it matter if the residential work is new or service repair, remodel, and or maintenance work? Most often, yes. I, I think, for example, uh, virtually all GL carriers in California have some type of restriction or exclusion for new condos, townhomes. Um, and I, I lump 
condos and townhomes together because very often they are kind of considered one in the same uh, on and within those exclusions. Uh, but several of these carriers give back coverage with the caveat that a certificate of occupancy has been issued and the work being performed is repair, remodel, maintenance. And I think with that, most of these carriers end up having a comfort level uh, naming, for example, the HOA, Homeowners Association, as an additional insured, which is often a prerequisite for trades bidding this work. That's really important for our contractors to know. What about apartments? Well, that's another good question. I mean, uh, apartments kind of kind of ride the fence depending on the carrier. And what, what I mean by that is that many carriers view uh, work on apartments as commercial. They look at the fact that there's one entity or one owner, um, similar to say a commercial building. Um, so their residential exclusion allows for or designates uh, that, that work on apartments, uh, new or remodel is acceptable. And then there are others that view apartments as residential. You can imagine, I mean, obviously an apartment building technically is a residence and there are people that are living there. Um, and so many of the carriers view apartments as residential and, and will exclude this work altogether. Yeah, maybe the underwriters are scared that these apartments will get converted to condos at some, some point in time. You know, yeah, another good point, Sam, uh, that we could go go into a separate conversation on that, but uh, quite a few carriers have um, condo conversion exclusions. So that's another thing that, that uh, our clients and prospective clients need to pay attention to on their existing policies. Understood. So Daniel, can you walk our listeners through the importance of RAP or OSIP policies and how they also play into this residential work? Sure. Uh, and quite frankly, uh, uh, maybe another podcast uh, topic, uh, we, could, we could jump into that in greater detail. But, you know, RAP or OSIP policies, uh, or I should just say RAP or OSIP, those are just acronyms for what essentially are project-specific policies that are purchased by either owners, developers, or the contractors themselves. Uh, we've certainly noticed, I think, within our construction team, a trend in the last decade where these policies are, are put in place to, quote-unquote, wrap all of the sub-trades under the policy so that coverage is afforded uh, for many types of residential projects. So many of the home builders uh, have what are called rolling wraps that are essentially master policies that add projects or portions of projects as they, as they commence. And these typically are constructed without residential exclusions or limitations. So trades uh, who typically could not perform this work because of their existing residential exclusions exclusions, um, they can be added as a covered subcontractor. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate what you shared to this point. Any final thoughts on this subject? Yeah, I, I think uh, we've talked about this before, but those of our clients in the construction space, or frankly, any contractor you know, listening to this podcast, uh, needs to really understand their existing residential exclusion or exclusions 
um, assuming they're performing any type of this work. We have a lot of our clients that that are doing commercial work and then they'll comment that, well, on occasion I'll do some residential work. Um, it's really important to understand what that looks like um, and then also understand how that may be impacted by their residential exclusion. So spend some time with your broker um, or certainly consider reaching out to us um, you know, for uh, something along the lines of a full policy audit. Um, we can explore those uh, with you and at least um, put the potential exposures in front of you. Thanks, Dan. That concludes today's podcast. Really appreciate your time. And, uh, you know, it was a really great description of the residential exclusion. Thanks, Thanks. again. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate it. This is Alyssa Burley with Rancho Mesa. Thanks for tuning in to our latest episode produced by Studio One. For more information, visit us at ranchomesa.com and subscribe to our weekly newsletter.